Slob Talk Radio. What's good, family? What's going on? It's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow, back for another episode of the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show. As always, y'all know I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited, and I'm grateful for all the great things God is doing. Have, you know, God is good. 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 I'm grateful for what God has done, for what God is doing, and for what he will do. Amen. Anybody grateful for another beautiful, blessed day? Anybody excited and ready to receive the word of the Lord? Anybody excited and ready to press forward by faith into the new year? Anybody expecting God to do something new, to do God's for, for, for God to do the unexpected, amen. Well, check it out, family. Y'all already know it's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow, back for another broadcast of the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show here on Purpose Kingdom Network. Shout out to God for all the great things he's doing. Check it out. It's an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. I'm excited to share the word of God with you tonight. Shout out to all of our Facebook family who are tuning in tonight. Shout out to all of our Instagram family who are tuning in tonight via live stream. Shout out to all of our Purpose Kingdom Network family, all of God's messengers, those of you who are tuning in online through the radio show. We just appreciate you all. We're excited about the great things God is doing here at Purpose Kingdom Network. And listen, it only gets better from here. So check it out, family. Um, It's Friday. Hallelujah. It's Friday. It's the weekend. And I know we're all preparing for the holiday season. And so um, I'm not going to hold you all long tonight. I'm going to give you what God gave me. So, as always, we're going to open up in prayer tonight. Hallelujah. I see my mom on tonight. God bless you, mom. Love you so much. And so check it out, family. I'm going to go ahead and open up in prayer, and then we're going to go and get right into the word of God tonight. Amen? Amen. We're going to come together, and as always, press forward, walking by faith, not by sight. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for all you've done. We thank you for all you're doing. We thank you for all you will do. We thank you, God, for life, health, and strength. We thank you for healing and deliverance. We thank you for your new grace and your new mercy. We thank you for your favor. We thank you, God, hallelujah, for your unconditional, unfailing love, for your never-ending love. Thank you that you are always with us. Thank you that you've already prepared the way before us. Thank you that you've made the rough places smooth and the crooked places straight. Thank you that you've removed every obstruction and distraction. Thank you, God, that you created, anointed, and blessed us to be able to do more uh, than uh, what, where we are right now, to do all things through Christ who strengthens us to be more than conquerors through Jesus Christ, who loves us at all times. We thank you that we are overcomers. And so we come together tonight, Father, to decree and declare, have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Have your way tonight. Father, we pray that you bless your word, that your word go forth boldly, that it be a blessing to your children, that we install it, live by it, and share it with others. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that as we lift up your name, Jesus, you will draw all under the sound of my voice closer to you. 
We pray that your love and your presence be felt tonight. Father, I pray that someone will rise and ask the most important question they will ever ask tonight. What must they do to be saved? We thank you in advance right now. And it is so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Family, what's going on? Listen, I'm excited to share the word of God with you tonight. And so tonight we're going to continue in this series, family. We're going to continue with part eight of this series titled Keep Your Faith in Motion. All right? We have a responsibility, family, to keep our faith in motion. Amen? And so our foundational scripture for this series, family, is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13 in the King James Version. The word of the Lord says, and his word is at work those who believe. All right? God's word is at work in those who believe. And so you've heard me say it before. You're going to continue to hear me to say it. And I'm going to say it uh, multiple times tonight. Listen, you got to keep your faith in motion because when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. Hallelujah. Come on, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Come on, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Come on, we are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. We are the lenders and not the borrowers. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar. Come on, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on, family. God perfects that which concerneth us. And we do not forsake the work of his hands. We allow the work of his hands. We need the work of his hands. For the Lord is good and his mercy endure forever. For our God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory that is in Christ Jesus. Come on, I can go all night long declaring the word of God because he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power of God that is at work within us. He said we shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost shall come upon us, and we shall be witnesses unto his great works. Come on, let's keep going. For we, he is divine, and we are the branches. And because we abide in him and him in us, the same brings forth much fruit. For without him, we can do nothing. Come on. I got two more. Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to those who believe. Listen, verse 17 says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. The just shall live by faith. Anybody excited and ready to press forward by faith tonight? You ready? Are you ready to receive the word of God? Hallelujah. So let's get into it. So tonight's topic, family, as we are in part eight of this series titled Keep Your Faith in Motion, tonight's topic is faith shipwreck. Allow it. Right? Now, when you, you may say faith shipwrecked, so let me break it down. Uh, we're going to get in tonight. We're going to get into 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 18 to 20 in the New Living Translation. And Paul is basically telling his mentee, Timothy, he's telling him not to allow his faith to be shipwrecked. Now, when you hear the word shipwrecked, you, we can think of a ship. Have you ever been on a cruise or you've ever went to the waterfront? Uh, you've ever been to Ocean City, you've ever went to a beach, and you've seen ships, you've seen boats, right? Uh, have you ever watched videos and you've seen ships that may have been shipwrecked, right? There have been accidents where the ship may have crashed or there may have been some type of malfunction that caused the ship to be wrecked. We've seen videos of ships that have sinked, right, that have been sunken, right, 
uh, if you ever seen the movie The Titanic, right? That's a prime example of a shipwreck, right? When the Titanic crashed into the iceberg and it damaged the ship and the ship began to sink. And next thing you know, the ship was no more. It was gone. It broke up. It crashed down. It broke into pieces. And the ship was no more. That is a prime example of a shipwreck, right? And so this is what Paul tells Timothy. He tells Timothy not to allow his faith to be shipwrecked. When I read this, I said, that is deep. I said, wow. And so I started studying in it. You know, God has a way that when he provides a series, he always leads me to the scriptures that is connected to the series that he wants us to uh, receive the revelation and the understanding through, right, through his word, his word being our foundation. So let's get into it tonight. I am going to read 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 18 to 20 in the New Living Translation, all right? So here it is. And our focus tonight, family, is verse 19 tonight is verse 19, all right? So here it is, 1 Timothy chapter 1, 18 and uh, 20 in the New Living Translation. The word of the Lord says, Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you. Based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier, he says, may they help you fight well in the Lord's battle. I want to speak on verse 18 real quick. The Holy Ghost said, there ought to be some people around you that will help you fight well in the Lord's battle. Now, we already know the Lord already won the battle. It's not our battle. It's the Lord's battle. But what God is saying is that comes to our responsibility. When it comes to us being good stewards over what God has put in our hands, right, when it comes to the purpose that God assigned to our life to fulfill, we ought to have people connected to us and around us who will help us, right, who will be for us and not against us, who will pray for us and not pray on us, right? And so we got to be mindful of who we have around us and making sure that the people who are connected to us, who are around us, will add value to our purpose and not contaminate our purpose, not contaminate our focus. Amen? And so he says, because of the, he says, based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier. And so how many of you have a word that was spoken over your life, right? You have the word of God, but have you ever been in a position where God used a chosen vessel, whether if it was your pastor, whether if it was somebody you're connected to, God used them to speak a word over your life. And you have to be mindful that when God uses someone to speak a word over your life, not only should you apply your faith to it, believing for that word that was spoken over your life to be manifested, but also there should be some people who also heard the spoken word over your life to rise up with you and be ready to put their hand to the plow, ready to put in the work with you. Amen? So I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read the scripture, and we're going to get into the word. First Timothy one verses 18 to 20. I just wanted to elaborate on that. So the word of the Lord says, son, here are my instructions for you based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier. May they help you fight well in the Lord's battle. Now here is our focus tonight, family. Verse 19 in First Timothy chapter 1. The word of the Lord says, to your faith in Christ. Keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their consciences. As a result, faith has been shipwrecked. There it is. As a result, been shipwrecked. 
let's look at verse 20. Watch this. He says, Menius, Alexander, two examples. Watch what God does. He says, I threw them out, handed them over to Satan so they might learn not to blaspheme God. Ooh-wee. So in other words, God is saying he used those two. You're going to hear me say this later on again. But in other words, God is saying he took those two people and he allowed Satan to come against them as a punishment so they wouldn't speak against God so that they would learn the lesson not to speak against God, so that they would learn the lesson not to go against God, so that they would learn the lesson, the importance, keeping their faith in motion. So that they will learn, listen, I don't want God to allow the enemy to come against me. Uh, He did it with Job. He did it with Job. And so I don't want to be in a position. uh, I know there are times in our lives, family, where God will allow us to go through some things, right? Because the trials and the tribulations, they teach us how to be patient. They teach us how to trust God. They teach us how to depend on God and God alone, right? They teach us how to increase our faith in God's word, to know that God is not a man, that he should lie, nor the son of man having to repent. If God said it, it is so. And we can expect every spoken word of God to be manifested in our life now and in the future. But I don't want God to allow me to have to suffer or go through something simply because of disobedience, simply because I've spoken against him, simply because I rejected him, simply because I wanted to do my own thing. And so that's what he did with those two people at the end of 1 Timothy chapter 1. But we're going to focus tonight on 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 19. And so I'm going to read it again. He says, cling to your faith in Christ. And keep your conscience clear, for some people have deliberately, words intentionally violated their consciences. As a result, their faith has shipwrecked. So check this out, family. I got a question for you tonight. What have you been focusing on? been focusing on? Have you allowed to entertain you? Allowed to entertain you? What decisions have you been making lately? Have you been taking heed to the word of God? Have you been taking heed to the spirit of God, the voice of God? Have you been taking heed to the leading of the Holy Spirit? You, do you find yourself in today's time being obedient to God? Do you find yourself doing your own thing? Have you allowed to contaminate your faith? Now, we were in this series, hallelujah, uh, uh, last year to God. But this, this series can also be connected to the previous series we did things that contaminate your faith. What have you been sustaining that is causing your faith non-effective? And so check it out. This is not a casual or accidental error. Paul is referring to those who purposefully reject a clear conscience. Paul himself himself survived a serious shipwreck on his way to Rome. So he knew intimately what a danger it could be. Paul uses this analogy to highlight the deadly nature of rejecting a good conscience. The deadly nature of rejecting good conscience. He knew intimately what a danger it can be, what a 
danger it could be to reject, to reject instructions, to the danger living life familiar with even in Acts chapter 9, come on, when he was on the road to Damascus and he had that counsel with God that changed his life, but before that he was a persecutor, he was a murderer, somebody that literally intentionally was seeking those who were followers of Christ to persecute them. His faith was shipwrecked effective. And so this verse continues uh, Paul's charge to Timothy from the previous verse. The phrase, holding to your faith and keeping a good conscience, it includes the idea of clinging to and not letting go was to do the same. Timothy was to do this with a good conscience. The pairing of faith and conscience family is also seen in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, and also chapter 3, verse 9. A person's faith and their thoughts are closely connected, and your thoughts are closely connected. You have to be mindful of the thoughts you allow to linger in your mind because these thoughts can contaminate your faith and cause your faith to be shipwrecked. How do I know? Simple, family. The thoughts that you allow to linger in your mind can cause you to be in your feelings. And once you are in your feelings, because of how you feel, it can overflow and come out into your actions. So when you begin to allow certain thoughts to linger in your mind, thoughts will put you in your feelings, and next thing you know, it will begin to show in your actions. And at that point, your faith has been shipwrecked. In other words, your faith has literally been taken away. Faith has been deactivated. We have the responsibility to be good stewards over our faith. What is a steward? A steward is someone who manages what has been given to them. A steward is someone that manages something that has been given to them. And so God, in, in Romans, in the book of Romans, we found out that God has given us a measure of faith. Hallelujah. God has given us a measure of faith. And even in Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20, he told us, he says, all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed, and you can speak to the mountain and tell that mountain to be thou removed, and to go into the sea, and that mountain will move and go into the sea. In other words, God is saying to us, we can speak to our circumstance, and our circumstance has to submit to what we declare. You declare the word of God by faith, your circumstances and every spirit that is not like God has to submit to the authority of Jesus Christ that is within you, when you decree and declare the word of God by faith. Hallelujah. But here it is. got to take that mustard seed faith and plant it in the word of God, nourishing our faith with God's word so that our faith can grow and expand and increase. So we have a responsibility to be good stewards over our faith. Chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we have to nourish our faith with God's word. We have to feed our faith with God's word. But we have to do this keeping a clear And so since Ephesus was also a location 
where many ships stopped, the idea of a shipwreck was likely very personal to Timothy. And so since Ephesus was also a location where many ships stopped, the idea of a shipwreck was likely very personal to Timothy. And so in the next verse, family, uh, Paul offers two specific examples of men who ruined their faith by turning up their noses at a clear conscience. See in verse 20, where God, he takes Ominius, Alexander, uses them as an example. He threw them out and handed them over to Satan so that they might learn not to speak against God, so that they would learn a lesson not to reject the responsibility of keeping their conscience clear. That's deep. That's powerful. I don't want God to allow me to go through something that I don't have to go through simply because I'm rejecting the responsibility of keeping a clear conscience. Come on. There's some things that God will allow us to go through that he's ordained for us to go through because he knows it's going to make us stronger. He knows there's some lessons to be learned. He knows it's going to teach us and put us in a position of trusting in him and him alone. But there are some things that people in this world is going through that God allowed simply because they rejected him, simply because they rejected the responsibility of keeping a clear conscience. There are things that people are going through that they don't even have to go through, but they are going through it because God allowed it simply because they are not aligning themselves with the will of God. Family, I'm here to let you know tonight to keep a clear conscience is to maintain a positive focus. To keep a clear conscience is to maintain a positive focus. You got to be mindful of what you indulge in. You got to be mindful of who you engage with. You got to be mindful of what you allow to entertain you. You got to guard your eye gates. You got to guard your ear gates. Hallelujah. You got to have moments throughout your life when uh, you consecrate yourself, where you shut down social media, where you shut down the reality TV shows, where you shut down what's happening in this world, where you turn off the TV and stop engaging in the news and you spend time with God. You spend time in his word. That's how you consecrate yourself. You shut everything down and you position yourself to spend time with God in the presence of God, to spend time in his word, to spend time with God through prayer, through praise and worship so that you can purify yourself, so that you can detox, so that God can filter you, so that everything that is not like him, he can take it away. He can anoint you. He can refresh you. He can restore you. He can equip you so that he can raise you up for what he's called you to do. Clear conscience so that you can see clearly. How can you see the vision that God wants to download in you if you don't have a clear conscience? How can you see clearly? How can you be able to acknowledge how God is leading you and how God is moving on your behalf if you don't keep a clear conscience? How can you take heed to the leading of the Holy Spirit if you don't keep a clear conscience? So the Holy Ghost tonight, how? Can you press forward in the direction towards the greater that God is leading you in if you don't keep a clear conscience? How can God get you to where he promised to take you if you don't keep a clear conscience? Here it is, because God said that he will always provide a way of escape. And when God provides a way of escape, that means 
he's going to give you an instruction. He's going to give you a download. He's going to give you a business idea. He's going to give you a strategy. He's going to give you a witty invention. He's going to increase your level of creativity. He's going to increase your level of being innovative so that you can break out of where you are and prosper in the way he created you to. That can't happen if you don't have a clear conscience. How can you write a song if you don't have a clear conscience? How can you write a book if you don't have a clear conscience? How? I feel God tonight. How can you study and take notes as God speaks if you don't have a clear conscience? This is where the enemy operates. Can I bless you tonight? I want to expose where the enemy operates. He operates consciousness. He tries to come at your thoughts. He tries to take over your mind because if he gets your mind, he can control everything else. If the enemy can control how you think, if he can control your mind, he can control what you do with your money. He can control what you say out your mouth. He can control what you indulge in. He can control how you respond to people, places, and things. And that's why God strategically gave us Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, to trust in the Lord with all thy heart, not to thy own understanding, to acknowledge God in all of his ways, and he will direct our path. Stop getting caught up in your thoughts and get into the word of God so that the word of God can get into you so that you can have a clear conscience so that you can hear the, the voice of God, so that you can be led by the Spirit of God, so that you can prosper in the way that God created you to. The Word of God says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying. But you can't do that if you don't have a clear conscience. And so Paul gives Timothy the instruction to hold to his faith and to keep his conscience clear. You want to know why you are not prospering? Because you're not following God's instruction. You want to know why there's so much warfare? Because you're not following God's instruction. You're not doing what you're supposed to. You're not aligning yourself with God. But if I can just position myself, come on, say that tonight. If I can just position myself to align with God, to align with what he's saying, to align myself with his word, to align myself with the leading of the Holy Ghost, things will begin to get better. God is ready for the weight to be lifted. God is ready for the pressure to be removed. Hallelujah. And you do this by declaring the word of God. This takes place by having a prayer life. This takes place by remaining focused and making the decision that I'm not going to allow my faith to be contaminated, but I'm a hold to the profession of my faith because he that promised is faithful to fulfill his word. Shia Mashiach. I feel God tonight. Hallelujah. To keep a clear conscience is to maintain a positive focus. To keep a clear conscience is also to understand. I'm going to help somebody tonight. Here's where the enemy also operates. He operates in division. He operates in separation. He knows there's power in unity. Let's get into God's word. God said, oh, how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity says in the book of James, he says, confess your faults one to another that ye may be healed, for the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. He says in Matthew 18 and 19, he says, when two in the earth agree on anything in his name, Jesus said his Father in heaven will do it. In verse 20, he says, when two or three are gathered in my name, there he is in the midst. 
God is telling us, he said in the book of Ephesians, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God. He says one Father of all, over all, working through all, living through all. Telling us to be united. That's where the enemy also works, division and separation. Decree and declare, we serve notice on the enemy tonight, and we decree and declare we will stick together. We'll be unified, and we will, glory to God. I want to set somebody free tonight. I need you to lean in. I need you to hear this tonight. Lean into your phone. Lean into the screen. Lean in. Come on. Uh, hold your earpiece uh, to your phone because I need you to get this. I need you. This. I'm getting ready to set free somebody tonight. Thank you, Lord. Check this out. Let the Holy Ghost flow, family. To keep a clear conscience is also, here it is, to understand that through Christ you've been set free. Keep a clear conscience is also to understand through Christ you've been set free. You've been forgiven. You don't have to operate in guilt or shame. You've been delivered from your past. You've been delivered from the mistakes you've made. You've been delivered from your previous lifestyle. Come on. You've been delivered from what you used to do. So you do not have to operate in guilt or shame. You do not have to conform to the personal opinions of others. All you got to do is make the decision to stand firm on the word of God, to take ownership of who God created you to be, keep your conscience clear, and hold to the profession of your faith for God. Promise is faithful to perform his, to fulfill his word. Good tonight. And so here it is, family is gracious, gracious, and he does not force his love on unbelievers. God is gracious. He does not force his love on unbelievers. He allows choice. Accept offer Offer he presents to accept Jesus Christ into our life. Loves you. Loves you beyond what you can comprehend. You deliberately reject God. If you deliberately reject his love, he'll let you go to, re- to learn a lesson. Let you go to stand with him. Two people in this chapter as an example. And so God gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. And and even the unbelievers, God gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to also die for the sins of the unbelievers. And especially for those who exercise their faith. We are not condemned There is therefore now No condemnation Through Christ Jesus Those who do not believe Those who do not exercise Their faith They could possibly be functioning And living under Condemnation simply Because of unbelief They are flowing and living Under the curse To be living under God's grace it is only the believer who is instructed, cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. It is only for those who believe that has to take heed to these instructions to cling to your faith in Christ and to keep your conscience clear. never trusted Christ as Savior are the unbelievers. Faithless. 
have no faith to cling to. You've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Something to cling to. Watch this. If you are ready to accept Jesus Christ tonight as your Lord and Savior, you have something to cling to. It's going to be your faith. As a believer, we are instructed to cling to our faith. But we can uh, choose options. Choose to obey this instruction. Can choose to disobey God's instructions. His words. But I choose to obey God's instructions through his word. As God's children, family, we either will trust in the word of God, submit, yield, the Holy Spirit, we are clinging to our faith in Christ and keeping our conscience clear. I need you to hear this. As the children of God, we will either trust in the word of God and submit and yield to the Holy Spirit in which we are clinging to our faith in Jesus Christ and keeping our consciences clear, or the choice to not trust in God's word, grieve or quench spirit from flowing in your life, in which case you will violate violate your conscience, which will result in shipwrecking is instructing Timothy on how to live the Christian life in a manner that is pleasing to God. He is explaining how to live a spiritual life that is pleasing to the Lord. Paul is reminding Timothy that he has been saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus, and now he ought to live his life under God's grace through having faith in Christ. The Lord is letting us know that we ought to maintain living our lives under God's grace by putting our faith in Christ Jesus. I want to impress on Timothy the truth that those who live by faith are pleasing to God, while those who try to live their life in any other way will end up with a faith that has been shipwrecked. Nobody else that will make the decision to not live by faith according to God's word, they, their faith has officially been shipwrecked. Find themselves living a carnal life that is not pleasing to the Lord and will actually have, uh, they, they, they will find them, themselves in a position where they have fallen from grace. Galatian believers, uh, because they have tried to live their life by works of the law or by submitting to their fleshly desires rather than submitting to the Spirit of God. Y'all remember in Galatians chapter 5 where Paul was telling the Galatians, all you got to do is have faith in Christ and you shall be saved. But then all of a sudden these religious leaders and these Pharisees they come out of nowhere talking about, no, you've got to be circumcised. You've got to live according to the law of Moses. You've got to go through these rituals. You've got to go through this process in order to be saved. No, get out of here with that. All you need to do is have faith in the death, burial, and resurrection Woo! of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Help that. <laughs> Glory to God to do is take heed spirit of the true and living God does not mean that a believer whose faith is shipwrecked has lost their this does not mean family that those whose faith has been shipwrecked has lost their salvation that's not what it means the faith has been shipwrecked it does not mean that you've lost your salvation but it does mean you have made a deliberate choice to hold fast to your faith. 
life, knowing God's will for your life, living by faith according to his word. Salvation will always be available to you. But you can reject it. Does not the love of Christ who gave us everything, gave everything for us. Can I say that again? Does not the love of Christ who gave us everything and gave everything for us, everything for us, not train us? who have been saved from the penalty and destruction of sin and death, should we not cling more tightly to our faith in the Lord? We are not to shipwreck our faith by deliberately refusing to do things we know in our heart we are not to do. Rather, let us run the race that has been set before us and cling more tightly to our faith in the Lord. To our family, keep your faith in motion. I want to extend the invitation for you to accept Christ tonight, but I want to give you this before I do. Shipwreck. Shipwreck. It means Watch this. Useless. Faith has been shipwrecked. Strong possibility God can't use you because you're useless. You're in a position where you're not effective in flowing in the way he needs you to. It means in most cases, you're no longer valuable. Oh, my goodness. Shipwrecked. If you look at a ship, at a boat that has a hole in it, it's no longer valuable. It can't be used. It cannot be driven. It cannot. I, watch the. Oh my God! I just got a revelation. I just seen this in the spirit as I was talking. When God told Noah to build an ark, ark represented Jesus Christ. Noah and his family into their new beginning that God promised. The Lord was carrying Noah and his family into the new beginning. Catch this revelation. When you go on a cruise or when you get on a boat, that boat is carrying you to your destination. But if that ship is shipwrecked, it cannot carry you to where you need to get to. I've just seen this in the spirit. So, Faith is shipwrecked, literally blocked yourself from getting to where God promised to take you. And those who are connected to you, you're supposed to carry them there with you. you can, and, and, and because you allowed your faith to be shipwrecked, no value. Faith is useless, damaged. Your faith has literally been taken away. And so when you allow your faith to be shipwrecked, you set yourself up. Watch this. You set yourself up automatic failure. Set yourself up to automatically fail when you allow your, your faith to be shipwrecked. You put yourself, I need you to get this because I'm getting ready to give you an, an, an invitation to accept the Lord. When you allow yourself, your, your faith to be shipwrecked, watch this. When you allow your faith to be shipwrecked, you put yourself in a vulnerable position where you literally can be come up against, making yourself available to harm and danger. You're not covered if you're not in faith. It's gracious. And there are many times where he'll show favor simply because of his love for us and he'll cover us anyway. But there are times in your life where you better make sure you're in faith. You are not in faith. When your faith has been shipwrecked, you are in a vulnerable position and you are available to harm and danger. When your faith is shipwrecked, 
you put yourself in a vulnerable position where spiritual warfare can consume you to a point where you no longer can control your consciousness because spiritual warfare is literally no joke. Spiritual warfare is nothing to play with. When your faith is shipwrecked, you put yourself in a vulnerable position where you can literally get caught up in the chaos of the world instead of being God's divine protection. Who I said a mouthful to be shipwrecked, but keep your faith in motion. Because when your faith is in motion, God's word is worth it. Because his word is at work in those who believe. Who I feel the Holy Ghost, y'all. It's time for our announcement, and then we're going to come back and close out. All right, all right. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We are uh, very thankful for tonight's episode, and uh, man, I do, I really do like the series. You know, keep your faith in motion, and uh, man, I really like that analogy when you were saying the shipwreck part and the Titanic. Man, that's such a clear picture. So real quickly, I'll go ahead and do the announcements. This is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode. No matter where in the world you are, whether you're listening to us via phone or online, we really thank you and appreciate your listenership and your support and letting people know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air tonight. We thank you so much. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live from www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And when we do a live show, we have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. And uh, anytime you want to talk to our host, you can just press the number one. We also uh, invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. We just see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And from time to time, we do make some of our major announcements right there on that media page. Uh, we do also have other forms of media. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. And um, also... Uh, we do have a radio network, which is pknradio.com. Uh, feel free to check it out and invite your friends to uh, check it out also. Uh, right there at pkn.com, you can listen to 24 hours of music of inspiration. Okay, and uh, also uh, you can email us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or say a prayer request. We gladly honor that. And um, we do have a... Um, Year-end revival, which is going to start on the 25th, and it's going to be kicked off by our very own uh, Minister Bernard Merrill, and he's going to kick this off at 25 uh, on December 25th. Um, all shows are going to start at 8 p.m. except for our year-end on the 31st show, which is going to end at 11 p.m., bringing us into the new year and through the uh, and through the glory of God, okay? And so Bernard Merrill is going to be on the 25th, and then we're going to have the Reverend Dr. Arlene Maddox, and she's going to be on the 26th. On the 27th, we're going to have Reverend Aaron Williams, and on the 28th, we're going to have Elder Elijah Cooper, and on the 29th, we're going to have Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson, and on the 30th, we're going to have Evangelist Cheryl Johnson. And... um Ending things, we're going to have Pastor Tori Daly, our very own CEO here at Purpose Kingdom Network, and they're going to, they're going to bring us into the new year. Uh, and, you know, uh, we hope um, everybody uh, joins in, and the theme is a living sacrifice. So uh, please uh, note it down, uh, make a notation. Uh, please, you don't want to miss this revival starting on December 25th. And as I said, the last show is going to be at 11 p.m., bringing us into the new year. Okay, and so the last announcement is tomorrow night's show is going to be at 8.30, and that's going to be me, Brother Robert Popop Hudson, for the show Self-Expression. Uh, well, God's will, God's blessing. Hope you join me tomorrow evening at 8.30, and that's going to be Self-Expressions, and it's going to be hosted by Brother Robert Popop Hudson. Okay, so that's the end of the announcements, and I'm going to hand the show back over to Minister Bernard Merrill. And, uh, Minister Bernard, a uh, great show tonight. Amen. To God be all the glory. And so, family, I want to close out with you tonight with this. You know, we really have to keep our faith in motion. 
So let me close out with this tonight. Um, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22 to 23 in the King James Version. The word of the Lord says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. Ah, God's word is lining up, y'all. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22 and 23 in the King James Version. Uh, The word of the Lord says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Full assurance. Having our hearts sprinkled from an, an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. And so, family, we have to draw near to God and to draw near to our Heavenly Father in full assurance because of the price Christ made, uh, because of the price Christ paid for us, hallelujah, because of the price Christ paid for us, for our sins at Calvary, it is paid in full and entirely sufficient. To draw near to God, we have to draw near to our Heavenly Father in full assurance because the price Jesus Christ paid for our sins at Calvary, it is paid in full and entirely, in its entirety. And so here it is, the nature of God's faithfulness that is what gives us peace of mind, confidence, and assurance that we are protected. It is the nature of God's faithfulness that is what gives us peace of mind, confidence, and assurance that we are protected. Faith and secure care. You can go into the presence of God with a sincere heart, fully trusting in him, Because of what Jesus Christ has done for us, we have every reason to be confident and courageous to living by faith. You are being being encouraged tonight to not allow your faith to be shipwrecked, to keep your faith in motion, to be shipwrecked your faith in motion. Because of Jesus Christ's perfect life, sacrificial death, and glorious resurrection, we have the guaranteed certainty that what God has promised perform. And so we are encouraged to draw near to God with a sincere heart, to draw near with the full assurance Strong in faith to draw near, having our hearts sprinkled clean with Jesus' blood from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Family, don't be afraid to draw near to God uh, so that you can be made whole in Jesus' mighty name. Don't be afraid to draw near to God so that you can be made whole in Jesus' mighty name, because who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. Come what may, no matter what, no matter what you see, no matter how you feel, no matter the influences, no matter what others may say, no matter if they try to downplay you because you won't hang out with them, because you won't indulge in what they're doing, no matter what, Don't allow your faith to be shipwrecked. Turn away from God, but always make the decision to keep your faith in motion. Family, maintain your focus and your posture. Maintain your focus and your posture. Maintain your position and your rights part of God's family. Oh, that's right. You got rights. Maintain knowing who you are in Christ. Maintain your integrity. Maintain your faith in God. Maintain your faith in God to maintain your peace, to maintain your joy, to maintain your strength, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Don't allow your faith to be shipwrecked, but always make the decision 
to keep your faith in motion. First Timothy chapter one verse twenty. God allowed two people, literally handed them over to Satan because they spoke against God and they refused to keep a clear conscience. When God allows the enemy to come at you, you came at him. Oh, my goodness. Moments when God allows the enemy to come at you, you came at him. These two people, Hominius Sander, made an example out of them. He handed them over to Satan because they rejected him. They blasphemed against God. They, they rejected God's instructions to keep a clear conscience the enemy to come at them because they came at him. People of what you say and never go against God because God has the power to allow what he chooses. Because God has the power to allow what he chooses. So family, always make the decision to keep your faith in motion. Listen, I don't want to forget to take advantage of this moment and extend the invitation for you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. All right, and this is how we're going to close it out. It's simple, family. The Word of God says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And that's all it takes, believing in who he is, what he's done, and what he's able to do. That he is Jesus Christ. He's the only true living God. That he died for your sins so that you can have a right relationship with God and be completely forgiven. And so, and believing that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to his power that is at work within you. Hallelujah. Listen, Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It don't matter what your past is. It don't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It don't matter what your race is. It doesn't matter the mistakes you've made. All you got to do is call on the name of Jesus by faith, fully believing in who he is, and he will show up for you and save you. And if that's you tonight, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, forgive me, for I have sinned, falling short of your glory. I believe Jesus Christ is God. Believe Jesus Christ died for my sins. I believe Jesus Christ so real, so alive. Jesus, save me. Accept you, my Lord personal Savior, to my heart, to my life, stay in my life, Holy Spirit, come into my heart, come into my life, stay in my life, have your way that I live to God's word, feel way, Jesus' name. And so, family, if you repeated that prayer after me, you just got saved. And as we always do, we welcome you into the family of God. This is the first day of the best days of the rest of your life. We encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you grow spiritually through the Word of God. Y'all can encourage and inspire each other to stay focused and always press forward by faith, showing each other an abundance of love, allowing the love of Christ to flow through you. Listen, if you that prayer for the first time today, let's connect. I want you to connect with me, connect with Purpose Kingdom Network. You heard the announcements. You heard how to get in touch with us. Come on, connect with our social media pages, Purpose Kingdom Network, by Faith Be Good Ministry Incorporated. Let's connect. We want to help you on your faith journey. We want to make sure that you keep your faith in motion. You don't allow your faith to be shipwrecked a clear conscience because God wants to speak to you. 
He wants to lead you in the way you should go. He wants to bless you to prosper. Hallelujah. Do you receive that word tonight? God bless you, family. I love you so much. I love you so much. To those of you on Purpose Kingdom Network, I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Stay focused. Always press forward by faith. God bless you, family. I'm out. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.